Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, then, fellas, ladies, gentlemen, and non binary folk, you're welcome to Jay Motti. From Scotty and Motty podcast. Joe Smith from a soon-to-be-announced Twitch thing that Ooh, he's doing. Interesting. <laughs> Cheers. You all right? all right? You all right? Stephen Housen from Internet. Yep, Internet. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? Been better, to be honest. Oh, what's up with you? You pulled your stomach, yeah. dodging a light bulb. Yeah. Tell us about it's it. It's all been happening, on it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Why? We're gonna be talking, what are we going to be talking about today? Steve? We are going to be talking about Ted and Menge, um, fuming, and I love it. Uh, we are talking about Skull saying Bruno was better than him. Yeah. Which is an interesting claim. Yeah, it's a weird one, really, isn't He's it? He's more scory than him. I'll yeah. give him that, but better. It's probably a bit subjective. And Cavani as well. Like, yeah, there's there's a Cavani thing going on with that. What is that? It's my notes. Cavani getting a new contract, potentially. And the breaking news that Man City's game against Everton has been postponed due to an outbreak of COVID at Manchester City. Which might lead to what, Joseph? It might lead to disruptions and or postponements and or a bye. A bye. For Manchester United in the Carabao Cup semi-final. Now, yeah, that's so very interesting. I've, I've Let's asked, get straight into that, shall we? I've asked one of my Hui minions, um, Adam Patterson um, from 42s, uh, asked him what the crack is. Now, there was a bye, at least one bye, uh, in the earlier rounds of that Carabao Cup. Tottenham Hotspur were the... Recipients? recipients, good word, mm. yeah, of it, um, because they couldn't play against Leighton Orient. Mm. Uh, Leighton Orient had some COVID tests and they couldn't play, uh, and that was that. The EFL board said, in line with Carabao Cup rule 5.1, the club is unable to fill its obligation to play and therefore shall forfeit the tie. Right. Rule 5.1 says, a club which is unable to fill its obligation for a, comp- a competition match in a round, in round one, up to and including round four, due to either, and then he's got loads of lists, will forfeit it. Now, right. obviously that's only up to round four. Yeah. For round five and Which for the semi-finals, the semi- yeah. it does seem like they give you a little bit more leeway to get that game played. It won't be indefinite though. And it does also say the management committee shall exercise its discretion to which clubs progress through to the next round 
up to and not including to arranging buys where necessary, and that does include the semi-finals. So there's a precedent there this year. I don't think they'll do it if they can't play us next week. They yeah. might give them like an extra week or so to make. But let's be honest, uh, we've got a pretty packed schedule too. Yeah. Mm. I think there's a 50% chance United get a buy here. Well, to follow on from what you've but said... But there's only a 30% chance of that being true. Yeah, to follow on from what you said <laughs> and to follow on from... Um, the fact that the City game against Everton has been postponed. I'm just checking my phone on Twitter to get the quote right here. Um, but And I can't find it. Essentially, what was said is that the City's training ground has been postponed, uh, sort of short, for an indeterminate amount of time. As in, we don't know when it's going to be back open. No one is training. It's not the case that those who have been quarantined or those who have been um, po- tested positive and then told to quarantine are the only people not there. They've shut the training ground. Well, it's five players, supposedly. Yeah. But that could be 27 staff. Yeah, it could be five, five players, 27 staff. It could also be five players now, another six players in the next round of testing when they become... Yeah, it could also be you know, we've got five players now, but we've got 21 with symptoms. Exactly. That are waiting on test results. Exactly. So, Imagine they've got them, them tests now that are 30 minutes, although they're shit. They're not very good. The accuracy is not quite the same, is it? But yeah, it's not. It's, it's very interesting because it's really the first time we've seen this from a Premier League club, isn't it? You, you said that about Leighton on it, but we haven't seen a Premier League club. We saw it with Newcastle and their game was postponed, but not in a... I say maybe, you know, it's a, a club toward the top of the table that affects United. Well, not you're asked about, Joe. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and obviously Man City is big for United anyway because they're a rival for top four and for potentially the title. But they're certainly a rival well, for season, us in Joe. the Carling Cup, because <laughs> Carabao Cup, because we play them next week. Now, oh, do we don't. The, sorry, do you want yeah, to read that? Yeah, read I've that. got the, uh, sorry, I know this isn't the Man City podcast and we will move on, but it does affect us. Um, this is the statement from uh, Manchester City. Um, Manchester City FC can confirm that this evening's Premier League fixture at Everton has been postponed. At, after the latest round of COVID-19 testing, the club returned a number of positive cases in addition to the four already reported on Christmas Day. With, with the security of the bubble compromised, they opposed the rate that the virus could spread further amongst the squad, the staff and potentially beyond. Based on strong medical advice, the Premier League, in consultation with both clubs, have decided to postpone the fixture. All positive cases involving players and staff will be observe a period of self-isolation in accordance with Premier League and UK government protocol. The first team training ground at City Football Academy will close for an indeterminate period, with the squad and associated bubble undergoing testing before any decision is made for training to resume. Everyone at the club wishes all of our colleagues a speedy recovery ahead of their return to work, mm. training and competition, even the Champions League, which we've never won. Do you edit that on the end of there? Did you, did they I say may that? have added that last bit on. Wild. Yeah, very wild. Um, we saw with Newcastle, apparently a few of their players are still suffering from the effects of COVID. Yeah, because like we don't actually later. know what the, the long-term effects of this is because yeah. it's still so new. If I'd have said it doesn't to you, matter. Passion. That's all uh, you need. If I'd have right? said to you, to That's win a cure. trophy, Oli's going to have to beat Carlo Ancelotti, mm-hmm. Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho in succession. You'd have yeah. been like, what sort of Champions League fixtures is that? <laughs> you wouldn't have thought you was getting a free-handled tin pot, would you, for that? You would Madness. not. Madness. Um, should we talk about Bruno and, and, and Scholes then? Yeah, so Paul Scholes this weekend said, uh, Bruno's better than I am, or were. Yeah. He probably is better than him now. I was, that's I would that's the point I made Scholes. in the news. Scholes <laughs> like is uh, getting on a bit, so <laughs> I was pretty accurate. Um, it's difficult, though, isn't it, to gauge these things, because, I mean... If you were to prove an argument for either case, you can do it quite easily. Like, if you were to say Scholes is better, well, what's Bruno won? What's Scholes mm. won? If I were to say Bruno's better... Well, if, if you wanted to say yeah. what Bruno's, that Bruno's better, let me read you some stats. Yeah, there, there you I go. I wrote down go on. my little note. Go on, sorry. You look so, like you wrote me your foot, though. Yeah. 
I'm left-handed. Get over yourself. I'm uh, left-handed. I'm left-handed as well. In that way, day three left-handed people. And McCullough's left-handed. Is Stop it? Who yeah. is not? All right, so a hundred percent correct of answer. The, the paddock uh, owners. Uh, <laughs> is, no, no, I'm joking. Um, so what shit skulls. Joke. Your jokes are shit. You've had terrible jokes today. Do you know what? You're I'm... usually the funniest one as well. What's going on? I'll take that. Some yeah. high level jokes usually. Yeah. yeah, there's been some shit. I'm always well, telling people how you're really funny, and you're letting me down. Well, you're embarrassing me in front of my family. Well, one of the ones that they're talking about was on paddock. Uh, piss tape, which you can watch later. Premier League piss tape. You can make your own. But decision. it was meant to be a, a, a shit joke. That was the whole point of it. If you ah, see it in context. Anyway, Paul Scholes, four hundred and ninety-nine. So for the sake of argument, let's say five hundred Premier League appearances, one hundred and seven goals, and fifty-five assists in that time. So a goal every five matches. And I'm not sure the fifty-five assists is legit either. Well, that's what the Premier League's counting website from, says. So, but they only started counting assists in two thousand five. Yeah, but did they though? I mean, yeah. I'm not sure on how it works um, in terms of whether where the way they counted them, but. Skulls gets hard done by by the assist argument because I was saying to mm. Joe before off camera, Skulls is the type of player that would play a 70-yard pass to Dwight York who'd tap it five yards to Andy Cole who'd score. Who gets the assist? Who or gets the goal? The, uh, the Skullsy ball was the one into the final third for yeah. Giggs and Beckham and they'd put a whipper on it. Yeah. And then Yeah, but it was Skulls who found the defence splitting pass. It's called a pre-assist, Jay. Google it. Yeah, but this is the point. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they were saying. Um, you can still get pregnant from pre-assist. I learned that at school. Um, Bruno, on the other hand, 28 appearances, 18 goals, 13 assists. So that's a goal every 0.6 matches and an assist. Pitch Amazing. every other game. It's pretty good so numbers-wise, you know, regardless of whether that assist number is accurate for goals, in terms of goals and assists, Bruno is up there with anyone ever, let alone Paul Scholes, who, like I said, statistically doesn't show his full, his full range, does it? I was having a discussion with a man on an app the other day. Was, no, this, I, was this a row with someone on Twitter? No, because that's this what Was this a row with do. the driver uh, on Deliveroo? No. Oh. <laughs> Different <laughs> Did you leave him stood outside and refuse? I don't want it anymore. Throw it into the window. Throw it through the window. <laughs> I'm not coming down. Right, <laughs> anyway. Sorry. I was discussing about, uh, we were talking about Bruno. Yeah. Uh, and I, I said, actually, if you look at, he, he said United played 4-4-2 all through Fergie's reign, which is false. Mm, right. Um, and I said, actually, if you look at Bruno, him and Cantona basically occupy the same position. And he went, Bruno's an attacking midfielder, Cantona was a striker, and you go, I know, or actually Bruno's really a number 10, and Eric was really a number 10. Just because you remember getting Eric getting on the end of stuff, doesn't mean that, I mean, is it at the Arsenal game in 94, where he does that flick up volley, 95 it might have been. He starts on the halfway line. There's seven United players in front of him. Mm. The Norwich City game in Sunderland. Uh, yeah. He starts on the halfway line ish. He's he's a number ten. Because just because you remember United being a four four two team because that's what the newspaper put it as, doesn't mean that's actually what we did. United in that team, we pretty much looked like a four two three one. Mm. You know, we would have had Keenan Ince holding two proper holding box-to-box midfielders, and then you'd have had very advanced forwards with a Cantona in the middle of them and a striker, Hughes McClare. So the, and and the comparison yeah, between Bruno and, and Cantona, obviously we don't know to the extent that Bruno I, will I think Bruno winnings, is more Cantona in his play than, mm. he, than he is was Scholes. And, it, and in his effect on the team he's joined. Well, if you look at the numbers, it is what you don't never get brought up because this isn't a stat that's from that age, but Cantona had like... 19 goals, 21 assists in mm. his first Premier League season with United. That's Bruno numbers. Mm. That's what he did. That's what, you know, he occupies. When I say he occupies the same space on a pitch, this is what I mean. He also took the penalties. Mm. And yes. do you think as well, of, again, 
it would almost be worth looking into average points before arrival, average points one after arrival as well, because where we were when Bruno came in, it's it's not he hasn't led us to four titles in five years or whatever it was that, that Cantona did, but yeah. yet, but <laughs> the the change of how many games we just win now is radically different. We've been the best team in the in the country since he arrived, or the best team in the league since he arrived. Mm. And facts, that's what, by the way, facts yeah. before everyone going, well, we're not really. No, no that's the facts. We've won facts. more points than anyone else since Bruno arrived. And that's what Cantona that's did with United. unbelievable. That's what Cantona did with United. And I know there's no table from January to December. Yeah. That's a proper Arsenal. I, I was about to tuck the words around my mouth. That's Arsenal tackling it. But when you're trying to explain to fuckwits that there's been progression, mm. that's how you show the progression. Guess what? Under Jose, at no point was United the best team in, in the country for 12 months. No. We are now. Yeah. No. And even though it might not feel like the full package, we can see holes all over the show in that team still. We are, right now, progressing. Mm. 100%. And, you know, going back to the Eric argument, I think can be a little bit deceptive with Eric because when he arrived, we were like mid-table or whatever because we'd had an awful start. But we were... Well, we were probably the second best team. Yeah, in the player for player, I'd argue we were better than Leeds. I just think, obviously, you know, they won the title. And then once we got Eric, he was one of their best players off him. That just changed all that completely but play for play we had a very very good strong team I think when Bruno arrived we didn't have such a strong team it's improved with the signings and plus Pogba and Martial coming back from injury but I think that's been the, the sort of the most eye-opening thing for me is you go back to that Burnley game I think it was the last game before he arrived it, no, it was bad Jay it was mate it was bad and even means you know me and you've always defended all and stuck up for him it was it was a struggle to defend him after that I was like I fear for him I think was my exact thing I think he's going to He'll do well to keep his job. Is there a difference in the perception of a player that comes in and has the impact that Bruno has had when it's not Eric leading you to a title and when it's not Van Persie? Is it when they've not been the final piece in a jigsaw, That's like those two players were, Yeah. when they've just been a piece in a jigsaw? A very big some, piece in a jigsaw. A very big piece yeah. in a jigsaw that they're still holes in. Yeah. <laughs> Are they maybe not given the right sort of credit? Are maybe not given the right sort of... Um, adulation for the impact that they've undoubtedly had. Mm. I think it can work both ways. In some ways, they may get it, it may get overstated a little bit because it's like this guy's the greatest player I've ever seen because he's so good com in compa comparison to his teammates. Where when you're Eric coming into a team that's got Kinchelski, who was fantastic during that period, it's got Ryan Giggs in, it's got Lee Sharp, it's got Mark Hughes in, it's got stars in it. That are crowd favourites as well, exciting players. Oh God, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They might not be the best in terms of technical oh, ability. Mark Hughes is scoring an overhead volley from oh, the edge of the mate, box don't. seven or eight times a season. Do you know what I mean? Made Wembley's own. <laughs> Literally did, scored all the time at Wembley. It was amazing, <laughs> wasn't it? It was just ridiculous. So you look at him and you go, right, okay. You know, he's one of many. Whereas Bruno, it was like, he was for a period, because let's not forget as well, Marcus got his injury. Martial was still injured. Pogba went and Pogba went <laughs> So it was just it was like, well, we've got Bruno. And um, yeah, that's about it. That's actually, it. <laughs> for for a short period, it was almost that was it, wasn't it? Mason Greenwood. Yeah, it was like you know still at school, so that makes you sort of overreg it a bit. But those stats you just come up, the best team since he's been here. Mm. I think points per game. Yeah, Liverpool points per have game. played more games. Right, than okay. Us and have like two more points. points than but, us, but going back yeah, to that Burnley game, game where it was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. To we're in with a. We're in the conversation mm. at the moment. He's for got the title. us playing um, and fighting, and currently kind of being a team that I actually do want to give a fuck about. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing as well because I think we were talking about it before. It has been hard work, and people call United fans spoiled and all the rest of it. And yeah, we are spoiled. We watched 
13 titles in 20 years, whatever. Of course, we're Cry more. Yeah, do you know what I mean? What do you, do you think we're not? But it was hard work watching Moyes and then Van Gaal and then Mourinho. Yeah, and John people, Faulkner says there in the comments, sorry, sorry, it's, it's to your point, he said, give me your current squad and gaffer over any post-Fergie. And that... You know, even though we won trophies under under Jose, I wouldn't swap what we have now for the team and manager we had with 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 uh, with Jose Mourinho. Would you? No, no, not at all. It's like there's lots of revisionism that goes on on social media with United and yeah, mostly by people that have got Jose Mourinho as their avatar. Yeah, I, I support Jose, and you know, well, what what's that well, mean? Well, he's, done, he's not here. Yeah, so that's join not a him thing. And fuck off. Yeah, and it's like, oh, under Jose, we would have won that game based on what? What evidence have you got for the, any of because this? Because I'll show you a lot of games yeah. that we didn't win. Yeah, like oh, Van Van would have Van Al would have done it. Van Al couldn't and didn't. Van Al, you know what I mean? Like there's certain things you can look at and Jose yeah, go. Our defense trophies. is bad at yeah. the moment uh, collectively. Yeah, we, the, we we leak a lot of goals. But guess what? Fuck face. We're the first United team that's actually even scored two goals every time away from home as well. <sighs> the first team to win ten away games. Yeah, I mean uh, even Ollie for you know whatever you think Ollie came in first game we scored five. Which was like what? Has it happened what five, six, seven times yeah. Yeah. under Oli, which is more than it had happened in any of the rest of post Fergie yeah. at all. I mean, you can't deny it. We're just better to watch. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You may not believe in Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. You may not think he's the man to take you to the title or whatever. But there's no denying for me that watching Manchester United now is far more entertaining and better more than goals, it has been since more 2013. Goals pound for pound, it just is, man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I mean, last year we had Mason Greenwood, rookie Mason Greenwood. Was it 19 goals he finished with? Yeah. 20 for Martial, 20 for, for uh, uh, Marcus. Marcus. What? Exactly. Mate, we watched the other day, we battered Leeds 6 2, and there was even people moaning about the two. Andy Tate. Yeah, Andy Tate was um, one of them. Oh, no, just comment then, just quickly before we move on, uh, Sorry. from uh, Danny Inns, not oh, Danny Inns, yes. a different one. And he said, uh, I commented on the community post with my email address so that you can email me about my giveaway win. Danny Inns won. Day two, I believe. Inaugural winner. Potentially day one um, of the 12 Days of Paddock giveaway, which is ongoing, which you can still be a part of. And all you have to do is become a member of the channel. Click the join button. PlayStation uh, 5. We, we can put that in the chat. And it's also underneath the video. Click the join button, Box. become a member, and you will uh, be automatically entered into winning the prize. Today's giveaway is going to be a Bruno t-shirt in the size of your choice. We're going to be giving that away at the end of the podcast. Uh, but yeah, make no sure you sign up. up. Uh, as a member, you also get members-only videos. You, you get members-only podcasts, behind-the-scenes stuff. We got uh, we we did a secret Santa as well, and there's going to be more members-only videos coming out. Uh, and the, we that, this prize, this 12 days of Paddock, as I'm sure you're aware by now, is culminating in a PlayStation 5 to be given away on the 6th of January. Oosh. And if you sign up as a member now, you'll be automatically entered for every single day. So the sooner you do it, the more chances you've got of winning something. So make sure you click on that and join. And we're also going to be doing... Support the channel, more yeah. content, win a PlayStation 5 potentially. Yeah. And we're going to be Why doing much do more giveaways as well, or many more giveaways um, as the year goes on. It's not going to stop here. We're going to Including be doing plenty of stuff for our members. have a bath with Andy Tate. Yeah. Uh, and regular giveaways as well. So plenty of big stuff coming. But yeah, click the join button, join as a member, and we're going to be announcing... The third winner today at the end of this podcast, so stay tuned. I think you that. have to bring your own Greg's though if you're having a bath on it. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> what for the, and squeeze the gravy out of the steak bake and fill the bath with it. Lovely. Nice, that is a it? lovely image. Uh, should we talk a little bit um about something else? Because Edinson Cavani <laughs> has been talked about. Notes. Yeah, but uh, only you can read them. Look at that. Yeah, it's fine. I, I thought my handwriting was bad, but <laughs> nothing wrong with that. It's Ed shorthand. Joe's yeah. aspiring doctor, I think. Ollie's <laughs> been talking uh, in <laughs> his press conference before man. the Wolves game tomorrow. He's been talking about, well, he was questioned about Edison Cavani, questioned about the chance of, of getting his contract extended, which is already two years. 
It's not like he did like a six-month contract. It's but, like 18 months, really. Isn't it? Well, yeah, it was two years when he signed it. It's about 18 months now. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Harry's. Jay, what do you love most about shaving with Harry's? Well, I've been. it's been about, about 10 months, about a year, mm. uh, since I started using Harry's. And what I like, I like about it is... You know, like men's grooms all the rage now, and mm. everyone's into it. And I've never really been like that. But when you get it from Harry's, you get like it in a nice gift set. It comes like a gift set. Um, I love them as well. It's like um, a bit of a backstory to it because um, they they've always it's Harry's was started by some sort of like I think it was Jeff and Andy too. Mm ordinary blokes started harry's and they sort of focused on the products so you can say there's sort of a lot of effort that's gone into mm. it and making it as, as best they can rather than sort of mass produced stuff yeah they've um, sort of gone for a less profit but better quality for your money type model haven't they so because obviously the thing with harry's is they're coming up against everyone <laughs> and all these people who for years you've bought from you've been ripped off by every every two weeks you have to spend eight ten twelve quid on mm. on new razors well, you know, Harry's is doing it a different way. So instead of it being ridiculous prices, it's slightly less profit for them and better products for a fairer price for you. Now, the great thing about Harry's is they offer a trial set for our listeners for £3.95. You get a weighted ergonomic handle, five precision engineered blades with lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. You get a rich lathering shave gel and you get a travel blade cover. So you can take it anywhere with you, take it on the road, take it out to your house, wherever you need to have a quick shave. I use it on my neck. Obviously, yeah. I've got a beard, but I use it on my neck and on my cheeks just to tidy it up a little bit because you still want that close, clean shave, even if you've got a beard. And you obviously haven't got a beard. You're a clean oh, you can, guy. Can you hear that, Joe? That's the smoothness. I can't, face. I can't hear anything, that's Jay. Sm- exactly. That's the smoothness of my face. So, yeah, I've been, like I said, I've been using it for a year. It's a quality shave. It really is. Mm. It, you know, they're not, they're not playing games, mate. It's, it's one of those, once you start using them, you'll keep going back to it. Trust me. And our listeners have an exclusive offer. Get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your trial set for £3.95. You get the ergonomic handle, the provide precision blades. You get the lathering shave gel, the travel blade cover. And all you have to do to support the podcast is go to harrys.com slash man united that's harrys.com forward slash m-a-n-u-n-i-t-e-d right now for that trial set all of that stuff for just three pound 95 it's really very good quality stuff again harrys.com forward slash m-a-n-u-n-i-t-e-d we'll stick a link there in the description of this podcast as well so you can go and check that out back to the podcast do you think it's too yeah. soon to be talking about an no. extension well that's why you should let me finish well fuck day. off joe this is what i do get used a, to a it different question do you think we should be talking, Jay, not, not you, about <laughs> new contracts for Cavani already? Bearing in mind, he's still got 18 months left on his contract, and there's people like Paul Pogba, for instance, who have got a similarly length amount of time on their contract and seemingly nothing. Jay, going can I interject? Or do I it, have a choice it, in or this Or do we matter? already get Absolutely to say, not. yes, he's done enough, give him another year, uh, to a man that will that will be 35 when that contract his runs out. There. He's already forming the words. He's pursed. He's pursed. Joe, you fucking winch. Why am I a winch? Uh, right. Why are you throwing up? You, you basically just said, Jay, put these words in a different order that come out your face, yeah. right? What the fuck has Paul Pogba got to do with Cavani? What I'm saying is, are there potentially more pressing contract concerns at the at United? Right. Do you think that they're just sitting... I mean, all right, is United, it could happen. Wait, answer, ask the question and I'll answer it. Do you think United are just sitting there outside Cavani's hotel door? Mm-hmm. Mr. Cavani. Mr. Cavani. Right. Waiting for him to sign that before they move on to any other contracts in the club. Um, by the way, we do business. Yes. Right, you might have a point. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's, also, it's one or the other. Can or I just pour be. gravy all over this? Ooh, That's a good more, thing. Even more gravy. 
pouring gravy on it. Yeah, but right. I like gravy and it puts fires out. Right, so okay. I'm going to put fire out with gravy. Ollie was asked, do you think Cavani's done well? Would you like him to stay longer? And he was like, yeah, he's got a contract on next year, but I wouldn't mind him staying longer. I'm paraphrasing it. It was words to those effects. And then everyone writes an article. United want new contract for Cavani. You fell into it, Joe. I'm disappointed in you. What I said to you is... It's almost as if Joe's Ollie, looking for talking points. Yeah, and, and it's also like... On I, this podcast. It's also like as if I said to you, Oli was asked during a press conference about potentially extending his contract. Do you think that would be a good idea? I <laughs> yes. didn't phrase it as though Oli was like, United are ready to sign him. You think, give him another year? Yes. It'd be 35. I don't give a fuck. So why do you think that, it, you know... <laughs> For instance, Igalo, who started similarly well for United in terms of Don't goals. you bring my uncle into this. <laughs> I know, he's everyone's uncle. Uh, he started pretty well in terms of goals at United. Obviously, he doesn't have the pedigree. And Do you know that, why he's not scored well, recently? Because we haven't played him. No, I know that. But what I'm saying is, can you not see a reason why maybe potentially no, giving a 35-year-old? I kept both of them. I wanted, did you see him in his jammers at Christmas? Oh, come, come on. What, Igalo? Come on, bro. Come on, that was lovely, oh, to be oh, fair. Dad, can't we keep him? I know. No, he's going back in January. Adorable. Igalo's for, for Christmas, not for life, unfortunately. Um, someone was asking, sorry, in the comments, I don't know if you saw about, is this on iTunes? Yes. It, it is on iTunes, yes. and you can listen. You can have us coming in your ears. Mm-hmm. Um, if I may answer your question that you asked yeah. me before, he really interrupted me. It's only about 20 minutes. And I'll, I'll be quick. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think we should be extending his contract. I mm. know what Ollie was getting at. I get where you're coming from. But I think we should assess in the summer before we start making any rash decisions like we did with Manu Matic. Oh, fuck you, well, logic. I'm sorry. I have to be that guy. Nob. I know. Uh, he's broke the number seven curse. We, he's played mm. about 12 games for us. But, and he's been better in those 12 games as an aggregate than anyone else in the number seven shirt. He broke the curse <laughs> that Michael Owen brought. Memphis had a good start, though, didn't he? He did. Come on, let's not pretend that he didn't have a good start to his United. Jose tonight. fucked him up. He gave him four minutes. <laughs> Memphis what? played four minutes for Jose. And what Jose they does went to Leon and scored a hundred goals. What Jose does when he gives you four minutes, he counts that as an appearance and then says to you, look, you've played for you know three games this season. And you're like, but boss, you've played me a total of eight minutes. Yeah, but you've scored no goals. You've got it's three games, no goals, you're not good enough to get out. That's what he did with De Bruyne at Chelsea. I, I also think that because he didn't like Louis and Memphis was... Like a fond of Louis, yeah. also Dutch. Uh, I think he just fucked him off. See, that was the thing. Danny Bl- uh, Daily Blind, you can fucking sling it, even though you're a hell of a footballer and a hell of a handsome man. Yes, and Memphis, man. you can fuck off and all. Schweinsteiger Why? was the same as well. I'm not saying it's because he don't like Dutch people, but I don't think he likes Dutch people. Maybe he okay. Um, we found out, and I'm sure anyone who wanted to know already knew this, but it, it became apparent on Twitter over the weekend as well that Cavani's younger than Jamie Vardy, which is mad, isn't it? Considering like he has no had one a few injuries, Vardy is like over the hill. Right, but here's the thing: he he, Vardy plays every week, yeah, and Cavani doesn't play every week, so you can be at different stages of being 35, 33. Rooney and Ronaldo didn't have the same miles on the clock. No, Ibrahimovic and Rooney, for example, yeah. both relatively of a similar quality in their prime. Ibrahimovic was still in that prime at thirty-five. Rooney. I mean, even I'd, I'd yet. I mean, Ibra started scoring 50 goals a season. At that, 30. That, that's yeah. the thing is, Jamie Vardy didn't start playing football until he was 32. Yeah. That's something that's just literally his first ever time yeah. of kicking a ball. Yeah. So that, people just, forget that. Just in pub car parks, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? Exactly. Or something like that. People love acting like Jamie Vardy was. Leicester and Palace, one all, yeah. if you're watching live. Oh, oh. It was, oh, don't care. Don't care. 
Yeah, Jamie Vardy was a single cell amoeba in 2006, <laughs> if, you, if you believe Twitter. Yeah. And not only did he evolve into a human, he played every single league fucking football up until winning the league we left in 2015. I wonder how much is in that about <laughs> academy amoebas? players um, being absolutely burnt out by the time they get to like 24. Mm. Whereas if you've had a, a job, what was Jamie Vardy's job? He's an odd carrier, wasn't he? Fingering in that, wasn't it? Construction site then. So, I think right, so. That's hardly an easy job. But What did you say? Let's uh, let's move on. What did you say? Move, <laughs> move on. What did you say? You listen back if you have to, but I, I can't say it again. Not it's doing that. <laughs> Just said fingering in that, wasn't it? <laughs> All right, we've had an update oh, on, on. Um, the potential postponement slash buy for United, and it's bad news for City. They will be granted a postponement if they can't fulfil their Carabao no, semi-final with United. No, it's not. It's bad news because we're going to fuck up. That's the spirit. Um, the forfeit rule apply. Orient is up for only games up until including round four. Uh, that's from Ben Jacobs. He's not read the full fucking rules, bro, because it actually mentions the semi-finals. Um, where is he? Oh, he's a sports journalist in New York. He's a Leicester City fan as well. Of course you are. Um, <laughs> you don't believe him? There you go, Steve. There you go. There you go, Steve. Read that. Dispersions. What? That. The rules specifically reference the semi-final stating reasonable endeavours will be taken to rearrange the fixture at the earliest reasonable opportunity. If that's not possible, abandonment is considered, which is the unlikely point, United would go through. See? So, it just contradicts your first fucking tweet, Ben. I would love it, right? Just love it if we got a bye. I'd I love think it if hilarious. we got a bye. Because City gonna, would be that That goes annoying. down as a win. And then, that and goes down as a win. Yeah, they would go on about it for the rest of their lives. We beat City in the semi-final. Yeah, but you didn't beat us though, did you? Yeah. It was only because of COVID. You got right. a bye. I promise you this, fuckfaces. We will release a Stratford Paddock Manchester City review. bye mug oh. for the semi-final. We'll also we release them. a review video of United beating Man City. What happened? We'll do, we'll do, they all we'll, spat in we'll each other's mouth. We'll do a watch along of the bye being announced. We'll do fan cams. Steve, what did you make of that bar? Honestly, I think we've got a we've got a book up, man. I mean, we got through by the skin of our teeth. Yeah. <laughs> some say on the technicality, some say it was in the rules. At the end of the day, we're in the hat for a final. That's all that matters, Joe. Thank you very much. Steve. <laughs> who's, who's your favourite performer today? Oh, Marcus Rashford, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing that if you're not in the yeah, we don't know the full extent either of who's got. We'll make a mug, by the way. We'll make a mug. We we'll do hundreds of them. We'll sell a hundred of them, uh, and that's it. Quality. They um, brought out DVD when the Beatles in the league once, didn't they? So come on. Because it's fucking sadder. Did they? Yeah, after when the Beatles 3 1 at Main Road, the last game, like they literally brought out DVD. November 3 1. I was there. Well, you weren't though, were you? No, because about eight <laughs> people there. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, speaking of football, <laughs> I'm good at this. I'm fucking quality. I'm well quality. Good at this, lads. Hey, speaking segue. of football, boys, um, Hannibal Medru- Medbury sorry, and Ted and Mengi have been having somewhat of a... Are we to do, Joe? A spat? A tete-a-tete, a fracas? Any inside info? So tell us the situation. Look at you looking all coy. What's the passcode to your phone? Tell us the situation first, for those who don't know, and tell us what's going on with it. United got smacked up by Chelsea last week. In what year? What age group? Yeah. It was a bit of a disaster when we had Dave Pritt on talking about it. I didn't see the game. Dave Pritt was talking about it, and it was, by all accounts, a horrible. I know mm-hmm. six ones always a horrible result, but it did seem like there was just an element of anything that can go on wrong. The, does on the screen for oh, us. Well. Um, so Maybury's put on a post, which is shaking hands with someone from Chelsea after he just beat us, smiling, laughing. Not a great look with uh, Pierre Equa. Uh, I'm assuming he's a Chelsea player. I don't know him, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got. 
a la Clairefontaine. So I'm assuming that's like, you know, we are from Clairefontaine. Yeah. Clairefontaine's obviously the French, um, like Lillyshaw, St. George's Park sort of. And Pogba and everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they've all, yeah. They all sort of trained there and stuff like that. So Ted and Mengi's commented on it saying, the reason we lost too many friends and not enough enemies. Now, for those who don't know, <laughs> Ted Go and Mengi's from Clayton. Which is like a, a, a small utopia in East Manchester. Right. It's like people on holiday where dreams come true. I don't even know Clayton. I'm just laughing at you two. Yeah, no, it's, it's people in Clayton go on holiday in Beirut. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Clayton's it's a tough old place. It, when I was a reporter, it was on my list of places where if it was Jay, we need you to go to. There's, there's been, been a shooting, <laughs> and it was like there was a few places, and Clayton was one of them where I go. Oh, yeah. Tedden plays exactly like you think he would. He is Mancunian, Ard, Clayton, Proper. Agro. Yeah. Right? So that sort of comment on a teammate's post, no surprise. Mm. Would he, right, just for people who may still be a little bit unsure, would he have been genuinely annoyed at that? I think he is genuinely annoyed. Yeah, so is he genuinely annoyed? Yeah. He also started writing in French. <laughs> That's um, quality. <laughs> Now, the translation of what he wrote in French is um, Hannibal Mabry replied saying, I'm glad that you wrote us on the post. So then he put, it's a team sport, not individuals. Right, okay. But I think he's got a point. He's got a hell of a point. Now, Alu Traore, obviously another Clairefontaine lad, uh, he's in the comments with Mm. fucking crying laughing emojis. I think he's away on loan at the moment from United, laughing about it. And you think the I reaction... I think you got told to fuck off and all. Yeah. The reaction after Maguire was having a little chit-chat and a laugh with John Stones when we drew, and it didn't go on social media, it was just on the pitch and it was filmed through, obviously, through through TV. This is after they got battered by one of the rivals toward the top of the division and then posting about it on social media with a picture of you laughing. There is a, it's two or three steps above... Right, and, now, you know, obviously... Slightly inappropriate. Honorable memory, good player. Yeah. Um, not been here that long in the grand scheme of things. Obviously, probably knows the lad he was talking to in the in the photo more than he's or for longer than he's been at United, I assume. But I've got to be right behind Ted in here. Ted is United's under 18s um, and occasionally under 23s captain, and that is I wish what Maguire would have been like. Mm. Now fuck that. Too many friends, not enough enemies. Imagine Maguire had have said that. How fucking pumped would have all been. So I'm sorry, Hannibal. You have to fucking take a back seat on this one here. Eh? Like, you know, he's just a fuming face. <laughs> What's that to? In response. That's to? into Alu Traore mm. laughing. Mengi again with an angry face to Traore. Yeah, it's, I, I like it to be honest. I think it's good. And uh, it's not. It's, it's like that. Was it you that was saying about? Was it rude after talking about that derby? I think it was that actual game. Came back into the changing rooms wearing a city top or city carrying shirt, a city because someone else, obviously City player has to swap shirts with him. I'm pretty sure that Rude didn't want to swap shirts with bloody I don't know. We played for them Who like Sean Goater or someone. Jeff or, Whitley. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ian Brightwell, come here, son. Keith Curl. <laughs> yeah. Come on, flower. It wouldn't have happened, would it? So, but Fergie nearly strangled him with it from all intents and purposes. You don't do that at Manchester United, and we need to have that mentality. Listen. I get you, mates. I get you, youngsters, as well. And you're in a foreign country. You know, you've gone away from home. You see someone you know. There's nothing wrong with that. But plastering it over social media and saying, you know... They've just beat a six. Yeah. After not, being battered. It's yeah. embarrassing. Man, have a bit of personal pride as well. Would you not be a bit... 
embarrassed the fact you've just been absolutely battered and then no, you're going to pose in for photos and I post right them in places. I'm right with Ted There needs Sat to be more off. of that. There's too much of a fucking... And this is across everything. Everyone's too fucking soft nowadays. Everyone. Too fucking soft. And you can't j- demand excellence. Like, people go, oh, they're only fucking kids. No, they're apprentice professional fucking footballers. And they need to have elite winning mentalities mm. and be fucking ruthless. Because I tell you what, when you step out onto that field in front of 75,000 fucking people, they don't go... He's just a boy. Fucking leave him. Oh, uh, yo, no, I'm not having it. Also, you look at same America. standards for Maguire. Same standards for Tedden. Fucking yeah. good on him. I and wish Maguire should. In fact, Maguire could take a fucking lesson from a teenager here in how to fucking deal with the opposition. Don't hug him. Don't be fucking friendly with him. Tell him to fuck off and fight you. And yeah. also, to or, your point, or, or do it off camera. He's, he's 18, which for a centre back is very young. But Mason Greenwood's in the first team at 18, and like you said, there's no. You don't get special treatment by Fernandinho or by Aubameyang or whatever Launch it is just because you're 17 or 18 or 19. You, you, you've got to have that attitude from, at that age. From what I've heard from a couple of players in training with Tedden, Tedden's smashing it mm. in training at the moment. And the, the players that I've spoken to are going, he is a nightmare. Like, trying to get past him, he never gives up. I mean, you've, you've seen some of his highlight reel tackles yeah. and stuff like that. 60-yard runs to mm. nail someone. Like... This is a kid that's got the perfect mentality, but he's a little bit hot, and I kind of like it. Of course. Do you know what I mean? I like the, the lads have said you can wind him up in training, and and he, he gives penalties away, and I go, fucking get him in the first team now. Do you know what? This what is the thing, because people have been calling for it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he's there yet, but I think it's definitely one for the future, 100%, and he's got the right attitude, and hopefully that filters through. And you're right about some of it. The first team should look at that and go, He's got. He's Imagine setting Roy us Keane, an example, Jay, right? right now. There's there's only one Roy Keane. There's only one, thankfully, person with that level of mentality in the world. Yeah. Now, if you see Roy Keane, sees all of this, sees Maguire hugging Stones, sees fucking Mabry shaking hands and doing that, and then seeing Ted and Mengi lose his shit with all of them, who do you think Roy Keane affiliates with more? Exactly. Exactly. And who's going to win that fight? <laughs> <laughs> Keen and Keen and Mengi against the, the rest of the squad. It's only one winner there. Mengi's Mengi's a fucking animal of a player, and his mentality is bang on. So, I'm and a, you should have the same standards throughout all the, the levels at United. Of course, you should. You United, had it in the Fergie. Manchester. United. Do you know what I mean? It's not like well, they're only youngsters, aren't they? Just give them, a, let them off. No, everyone at Manchester United should have the same mentality, whether it's the women's team, the resis, under twenty three. You know, under twenty three is not the resis, uh, the, the academy, whatever. That's the mentality it should be. It should be that, you know, you're here, you're representing Manchester United, you're here to win. Yes, you can have friends that aren't at Manchester United. I'm not saying that. That's ridiculous, especially when you're a youngster. But there's a time... But no, no, fuck that, Jay. No, you can have friends, but there's fuck a time that. and a place for posting pictures, though. Come on. You've seen um, what Rio said. Him and Rooney and fucking... Uh, Lampard. Like, Lampard. Yeah, and, yeah get that joke on. England. Yeah. And you'd be like... Sit here with United, <laughs> lads. Yeah. Fuck off. And that's that. why England oh, was like, shit for 25 years. Jay, uh, Joe... Ask me if I give no, a yeah. single I'm not fuck. saying I'm not saying it's not worth what? it. We were rate good. Yeah, we, I'd, I'd take 13 <laughs> leagues in 20 years ago. That's, that's, sorry, Sinsu. That's a good question, that, from, uh, is it Connor Allen? Mm-hmm. What's, so you see, what's Mengi like on the ball? He's good. Yeah. There's, he's uh, accomplished. You know, he's, th- there's not many players that come through Manchester United's academy, certainly at any level, that aren't good on the ball. It mm. doesn't really happen. There's a few things that you're going to be assured of. Being good on the ball is definitely one of them. I think what sets him apart is there's like a 
an animalistic physicality about him that you just don't see. Like we've seen some top centre halves come through. You know, Roshan Williams, we've seen uh, Axel Tuanzebe, we've seen some very, very good... Michael Keane, yeah. worth mentioning that. Yeah, I mean, even uh, what broke into the first team previously, Donald Love and McNair and stuff like that, mm. and there was they're all a little bit, and even uh, Tuanzebe to a certain extent, there's a very polished academy vibe about him. You ain't got that with Tedden. No. Tedden's got like a... Like a <laughs> about him, which just... <laughs> mate, I fucking love a psycho. Um, yes. We all love a psycho, I think, don't we? Can we move forward a little bit? Just briefly talk about the Wolves game tomorrow in reference to the fact that Leicester have just drawn with Crystal Palace. Roll back Good. on that. I don't want this to be any sort of aspersions on Hannibal Mabry because that is a top footballer. Mm. But he won't he won't make it with the mentality of someone that's going to be fucking shaking hands with people and being friends with people that have just smacked you up 6-1. I think he just, he just needs maybe a word in his ear. There's a difference, a world of difference between a youngster who's just come from France doing what he's doing now and your captain. In a derby. Hugging. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? And I'm not, I don't Both want to, wrong. Yeah. Different levels different of levels. wrong. And it's just a word in his head. Listen, I know we're, we're obviously going to him for it on social. Time and a place. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then, you, you know, again, what's, what example has been set? Not the right one. So let's set the right one. Uh, yeah, let's move on and talk a little bit I about that. I saw another thing oh, I was going to throw in. We keep talking about lack of characters and stuff like yeah, that yeah. in the game. When one comes through like this, I think you've got to nurture it. Mm. I think you've got to let your, your freak flag fly, man, and let him be who he is. I hope United don't have a go at either player for, for what they've yeah, put yeah, on yeah. socials. No. I, I think, you know, I can understand Mabry's thing even if I don't agree with it. Um, and I completely do agree with Menge, and I, but also, you know what the club are like. Oh, too. No kin. animosity, no nothing yeah. on social media. We have to and be I, best mates. I hope that they don't make him pull that down because I think... Um, that that side of him, the 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 day he properly because I think he made his debut out in Astana, right. But the mm. the day he properly enters the first team because he's not yet. Let's be real. The day he properly enters the first team, if he carries that mentality out onto the field, he's a cult hero by R four. Love that. Love it. Um, yeah, Leicester have just drawn with Crystal Palace 1-1. That stuff. means United are now one point behind them. Just checking the table here. One point behind Leicester with two games in hand on them. Um, now, you wouldn't have necessarily said Leicester were going to be fighting for the title, fighting for any of that, but they were fighting for top four up until about two games left at the end of the season. So they are, assuming United or, let's say United don't win the league, they're probably going to be there or thereabouts oh, for top four. Let's though. say United don't win the league, John. Yeah, let's say they don't. They're going to be there Crazy or thereabouts top. for top four. Crazy. Another draw as well. There was, was there three draws yesterday or four draws yesterday? One of the cool kids drew. Exactly. United drew, Liverpool drew. So obviously Arsenal didn't. Uh, Arsenal didn't, no. But Leicester have drawn... Um, we're still quite early in the season, but everyone is dropping points, aren't they? In even Liverpool, who I thought personally were going to sort of put that shitty start behind them and almost sort of smack into last season's gear, they're not doing that. They've, no they've one's really out doing that. that. Um, those injuries really well, didn't they? Mm. That that I thought was a bit scary when they did that. When they lost Van like Dijk and lot, then Fabinho not long after, like, you ooh. thought and Trent for a little bit. Yeah, you thought ooh. now this is going to take effect. Here we go. Wheels about to come off and. Yo, hands up, they, they're ridding it out. Um, whether they get over the Christmas period and, and then it starts to affect them, maybe. Um, we can only hope. It's going to be tight. There's what? Four points covers second to ninth? Something like that at the moment. It's, it's ridiculously tight. Yeah. That's what I keep saying. That's 25 games getting. We talk about it being Christmas, but it's not really. We're only 13, 14 games oh, in. Normally, yeah. we're halfway through the yeah, season. Yeah, I get now. where you're coming from now. We've, th because of the delayed start to the season and all the rest of that sort of stuff, 
it's not really the same. Think about this as December. You've got to get through January to really have a true representation of where we are as a football team. That's the halfway point. Mm. And even that, I would argue, you've got to get into 25 games, man. Yeah. Because then that 25-game point, you've got a 10-game block there, and then obviously your last three games, which usually, you know, if you can get in and around it by them, then those last three, you see people moving around a lot there. But that's the two big things. Get to the 25-game point, put a bit of consistency together for that 10 games, and that'll put you in a good position. And then obviously, three cup finals to see the season out. We just, okay, you know, it? we just need to replicate the form that we had hmm. when Bruno arrived. And, and, last and 20 games, honest, whatever it was, it was just, we, you know, real. If we sort of, what we've played, the United played 14 games. I think the second, the final 24 games need to be better. But the points per game that we've had so far, from I think from January, I think will roughly take us toward the top of the league by the end of the season. If we can if you extrapolate going. what we've done since January going forward, we don't have mm. a massive drop off from that. Yeah, you might find us close enough to to put a very good streak together of like you know, five, six wins without even dropping a point, and that might find you above them. And it could be above them by, I think, anyway. And something to, to bear in mind as well is, as good as Liverpool were last season, and it's only because of how good they were that the following statement is true, they didn't have to win under pressure toward the end of the season to win that title. No. Not like, as we've seen them do it twice in the last 10 years, they've absolutely bottled it when they've felt that pressure on their back, and they might not... They might not have that pressure again this season, and maybe now they'll be better at dealing with it. But they just didn't have any pressure this year, uh, last year, because of how good they were. Which is, you know, credit to them. But I wonder if someone is within five points with five games to go, or ten points with with five games to go. Even something as, as far as that, where you think if we if we lose three games out of our next ten, they might be on us. I think we might see a different Liverpool, and that's when the, the injuries play in, and that's when someone gets misses this chance and someone misses that chance, and they ain't got any subs to change a game and. We saw that was it the three three against Palace in twenty twelve I think it was wasn't it or the Suarez year? Istanbul twenty fourteen Istanbul twenty fourteen we so may see don't something know like that. Is. Sorry, still got it on my Sky Plus. I remember watching it. I yeah. can't remember exactly what year it is. <laughs> it's Istanbul. It's, it's funny though, isn't it? Because like you've not <laughs> fucking Elgin. You know, is it your first not. day on football? Hey? I wonder why you were laughing. That's really so. funny. I've never heard that. Oh my I'm god! I'm only seven years late on that. But yeah, someone who's putting a bit of pressure on him might make him slip up. It's weird because even the great great United sides under Fergie had three years of them in the league of like they put those three year patches mm. together and then they'd have a season where things didn't work out whatever now even though Liverpool have only won like one title this is like their third season of that yeah, because 98, 98 points. points is a title winning season yeah. in any season other than the one they did it in all, <laughs> yeah which is ridiculous so this is almost like their third season of having that and it's very difficult to maintain that whether especially it, with Klopp's intensity. Yeah, whether it's yeah. physically, whether it's just that little thing of that motivation isn't quite there, that you need that hunger that United might have or that someone like Chelsea or whoever City may have to regain a title. Just little things like that. One thing they've got going for them is that experience of winning a title. I think that does count. I think mm. that can go for you. I think that helps City when like, the likes of company and players like stepped up when they were up against it. We saw it with United. You know, how many times did players like Eric or someone who could just steady the ship and say, like, I've got this, lads, and get you over the line. So that can play into that part. So many different variables, balls. But it wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool did struggle a little mm. bit towards the end of the season. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of wishful thinking there. But because it's very difficult to maintain those levels for three seasons on the trot. Even the great Alex Ferguson only managed to win three on the bounce twice. Mm. That's how hard it is. Which is still pretty good. Uh, yeah. Liam Cook with the Super Chat. He says, we're doing fairly well at the moment, but how long would it take for us to be in crisis again? Would the media be lenient like they are with Arteta? I don't even yeah. do you know what? We go the media being lenient and... I don't even think it's that. I think 
uh, a lot. There's still a massive section of our fan base that are waiting to pounce on away. Mm. Now, you know, not necessarily all sport. I don't know, not necessarily the majority. I think the majority of fans are behind him, but majority of fans. But there's a very loud section on certain social media who yeah. can't wait for any so form. Loses a game. You're not even a draw. I saw it after the City draw. He's got to go now. What? We're well, above Pep, but he's he's got he's, after he's after we finish that game above City. Now he needs sacking. Right? Okay. People like even if he win a league, he wins a league, he can fuck off. Yeah. Me. Even if he wins a league, right? Hang on. So this is a guy that. <laughs> Plays how we want to play football. Yeah. Goes for the throw in every game. Sometimes maybe a bit naively. Literally gets us. Understands us. Plays what we want to see play. If he delivers a league title, you're like, nah. Awesome. What do you want? But when, yeah, but when you're watching Man United, what is it that you want? Is it not to win? Like The only thing I want is for United to win the league. And yeah. The Champions League. Yeah. And the FA Cup. And the, you know, in order downwards. But if you've won that, then you've done the only thing you're there to do. There is nothing else. There is no faith in the manager. You did it. No. You get that faith because you... Like, <laughs> well, I don't know, well, I don't know if he could do it for us. He just yeah. did it. Yeah, he literally just... That's the thing. That's the, the pinnacle. <laughs> nah. No, that's not it. No. You win the no. trouble, you're still getting sacked for me. Yeah. That's, and people say things like, see, it's elite mentality. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> he's not here to you be see, cool. Like, well, look at PSG to, yeah. acting like a big club. You mean appointing the next player as manager? That's one for Yeah, God. yeah. Fantastic. Should we just what's you know, elite mentality? Because Watford's yeah. mentality must be fucking mental. <laughs> They've got the most elite mentality in the world, haven't they? They've what, had, they had more, like eight managers in the last four years. More managers yeah, than Mildred like... I know. Mad. Um, right. They did the same one twice, didn't they? Bring him yeah. back. He sat him and brought him back a six months I, uh, later. And sat we've him not again. took your name off the door. Yeah, come back. Also given. Oh, actually, no, it's not. We're sacking you again. <laughs> I bet he's funny when he's like, oh, chairman's ringing me. Oh, I know what this is. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll come back. Yeah, yeah all right. All right. Oh, yeah, you're gone again. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't, I didn't even bring my fucking briefcase in. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. That's going to be all from us. Uh, you can see on the, on the, on the uh, screen the 12 Days of Christmas, which is going on right now. I'm going to read out the winner of today's giveaway. Who's going to win a Bruno shirt? Uh, the winner is James Hart. Uh, one of Not our James Hart. Jimmy Hart. Don't know. Do you know James Hart? No. Oh, James Hart, one of our members, has won a Bruno shirt in his size. We'll contact you on the community post in uh, on the YouTube channel. So, James, we're going to be contacting you for that. The next giveaway will be tomorrow. We've got a Stretford Paddock shirt to be given away. Uh, so that hey, should we'll be excellent. But Cheeky. again, all you have to do to be part of the giveaway, which is going to be going on every single day from now till the 6th of January, is become a member. And on the 6th of January, one of you will be winning a Sony PlayStation 5. Yeah, James Hart. Sorry, I didn't Cheers, go on. BJ9 says, to be fair and balanced, some of our football has been poor. Okay, it has. And some strange team selections. We went through a team selection of Fergie's before, didn't we? And we were like, he's fucking lost it. Mate, I, I like, we have to round off, don't we? I always got away without saying something really stupid, but. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Even in big games at times, Fergie baffled me. Mm. And I'm talking Champions League finals. Mm. I'm sorry. But like I still think 2009, not starting Tevez, 2011, not having Birmingham in your squad, didn't make any sense to me. There was always times when you look at it and go, really? And there's always some times when that wouldn't work, obviously worked far more often than it didn't. So you're always going to have team selections that you question. Against Leeds, everyone was questioning the team selection and we battered them. So yes, he can do things where you're looking at it and thinking, really? But as the, the evidence proves, Oli, like mm. Sir Alex, not at the same level, but 
results wise is getting it right mm. so let's judge him at the end of the season on that uh, Jessanth Matthew says when's the PS5 giveaway that'll be on the 6th of January the final day of our 12 days of paddock so make sure you remember before then because anyone who's a member on the 6th will be in with the chance of winning so make sure you remember before the 6th Freya no it's not a women's uh, cup paddock shirt although I'll have a look into that though and I think we might be able to make them but we'll see nice. about that tomorrow but yeah today's winner is one more time James Hart. Hart. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Jay, tell us about the Scotty and Marty podcast. The Scotty and Marty podcast is the greatest political stroke news podcast on the internet. It's myself and Dave Scott. And if you like two people that are slightly Mancunian waffling for about an hour on any subject that comes into the heads, usually moaning about the, the government mm. or Trump or both, the bloody government. The eh? blooming government. Up to again. Hey, those governments. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, check it out. It's out once a week, usually. We're trying to do a few more. We've had Mr. Stephen Housen on. Joe Smith's going to come on soon. Mm -hmm. He's been on before for our election night, six hour live special that we did. Um, so, yeah, do check it out. It's uh, well worth a watch if you do say so myself. And, Steve, you've got a video out of Rio Ferdinand, haven't you, today? Oh, Rio. Oh, Rio every week. Go on then. What is it? No, it's, seen it's it. called Five Things That We Learned, but F I V E. Because oh. it's on Rio's channel. Ah. No, five I V E. Not F I V E. F I V E. Five As in five, the, the, the five. F. Not yeah. five I V E. It's F I V E. Oh. F I V E. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's just five. five. Yeah, why no. did you why did you it's five, five things we learned? Yeah, but why did you spell that word specifically? Because his channel's called F I V E. Five. Hmm. Anyway. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I use the number five for five ah, things we learned. They use the thank you. Oh, I get it now. Right, thank you very much for joining <laughs> us at home. Uh, this podcast is available on Spotify, on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm sure some of you are listening to the audio version of this right now. And all of our podcasts are also available on every single one of your podcast platforms. So subscribe, if you don't have give time us a to review. Watch, you want to listen, get us in your car, subscribe, and give us a review as well, and make sure you check it out on there. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in a bit. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.